You're listening to Small Business Big Impact, how to support employees experiencing family and domestic violence. This podcast contains content which you might find distressing. If you or someone you know needs support, please call Lifeline on 13114 or 1800 RESPECT. That's 1800 737 732. Welcome back to Small Business Big Impact, a podcast about family and domestic violence created specifically for small business owners. My name is Gretel Colleen. In our last episode, we learned of all the very real reasons why your employee might need leave during office hours to deal with a family and domestic violence situation. In this episode, we're going to consider the effects of domestic violence on your business because there are often very real costs and negative impacts that flow to the workplace. The federal government estimates that violence against women and their children costs production and the business sector $1.9 billion a year. That's a billion with a B. So let's learn more about what the different impacts can be on your business and, importantly, what you could do to soften them. Here's just one scenario. Danny owns a cleaning company and is getting increasingly frustrated that the head of one of his cleaning crews, Crystal, has been calling in sick at the last minute or arriving late. Crystal used to be one of his best and most reliable employees, but something has changed. When she does come to work, she doesn't focus. She's withdrawn and distracted and is taking much longer to complete her duties. Danny's clients are starting to complain about the crew arriving late and leaving later. Danny tells his wife he's going to fire Crystal, but she points out that it's impossible to find good staff and it takes forever to train them up to his standards. She tells Danny that he should meet with Crystal privately and have a talk because it will be better for the business in the long run if they can hold on to a valued and valuable employee. Let's bring in an expert to learn more. You might remember Catherine Fitzpatrick from our first episode. She's the business representative on the advisory group of the government's National Plan to End Violence Against Women and Children and runs her own consulting business. Catherine, welcome back to Small Business Big Impact. Thanks for having me, Gretel. Now, Danny's employee, Crystal, has gone from being one of his best workers to someone he's prepared to fire. She hasn't told him that there's domestic violence at home, but it sounds like that violence is seriously affecting her performance at work, doesn't it? Well, Gretel, last year a groundbreaking study was released by Monash University and it looked at the impact of domestic and family violence on Australian workplaces They surveyed 3,000 people who'd experienced violence and 83% of them said that it negatively impacted their work. So just like Crystal. So did they say how their work was affected? Uh, Yeah, they did. It was a range of things. Um, Two thirds of the people said that their ability to concentrate was affected. Two fifths said that their productivity was reduced. And one third said they'd socially withdrawn from their co-workers. And we all know that that can have a real ripple effect on employees. Yes. And there's another issue Danny's seeing with his employee, Crystal, and that's punctuality and absenteeism. And that's really not surprising at all. 
one quarter of people in that survey reported that their ability to get to work on time suffered. Mm. A different study put that figure at almost half. Having an employee arrive late or not arrive at all is obviously not great for business. But Crystal might be trying her absolute best to get to work and her partner could be sabotaging her. And how would a partner do that? Well, there are different ways, um, like hiding her keys, letting her her car tyres down. It's really common for the partner to refuse to look after the kids at the last minute too, which would leave Crystal in a really impossible position. We heard in episode four that an abusive partner might behave in this way to try and get the person to lose their job so that they can gain more power and control over their partner's life, which is a terrible situation for Crystal to be in, obviously. But it's also a real problem for Danny, her employer. So is Danny's wife right? Apart from being a good and kind human, does it make better business sense for him to try to support Crystal through this instead of firing her for poor performance? It absolutely does. We all know that if you've got a great employee, you want to keep them. You don't want to lose that investment that you've made in their training. Uh, you, This person might be someone who knows your customers really well and your business really well. And the cost of retraining them and rehiring someone else, particularly when we've got a high employment environment, is a big loss of productivity and investment. And I'm guessing that by supporting Crystal through a difficult time, Danny would be getting a lot of loyalty in return. Is that the case? Yeah, of course. Um, If you value your people and you support them during a really tough time, they'll go above and beyond for you in return when they can. So how Danny responds, even if he hears via a co-worker rather than directly from Crystal, signals not only to her but possibly also to other employees what kind of boss and, frankly, what kind of human he is. It's interesting that you mention confiding in a co-worker because I understand that people are actually more likely to confide in a co-worker than their boss. It sounds like not only Danny but the entire staff need to be educated on the supports available to people experiencing violence. Is, is that what you think? Yes, absolutely. That same study found that three quarters of the people who'd experienced violence had no idea whether their workplace offered family and domestic violence supports. And I really can't overemphasise enough how important that moment of disclosure is if we want to put an end to this epidemic of violence. If someone has the bravery, the courage to disclose to someone at work, a colleague, a boss, even potentially a customer, that moment, if they're met with disbelief or excuses for violence, then we lose an opportunity to provide safety and support. So let's say Danny has a conversation with Crystal and she decides to take some paid family and domestic leave to get specialised support. Danny's actions are entirely supportive of Crystal, but Danny now has to figure out how to cover Crystal's absence. Look, I think it is tough, particularly if you're a small business and you've only got a couple of employees and one can't work at full strength. I do understand that. But the answer is the situation simply has to be managed You take account of people taking leave for a whole range of reasons, including sick leave. So it's just exactly the same. And of course, now we're in a situation where it's not only the right thing to do, but paid leave is also required by law. Someone said this to me the other day, how is a business supposed to cope with all of this? There are so many demands on them and this is the 
last straw as though it is somehow optional. But this is a very important consideration, isn't it? The well-being of your employees. Absolutely. I mean, you know, someone could have a car accident and not turn up to work. I think about this in a very similar way, except that the person who causes the car accident is someone that they love. So this is really, really challenging for your employee. But as a business, you do make arrangements to cover when your staff are not available for work, when it's no fault of their own. Uh, Not everyone's going to come and ask you for 10 days off and 10 days in a row. Someone might just need one or two days to recover from a violent episode. They might need to go to court Uh, And that's really important that they know that they've got a job to come back to because it may be the only place that they're safe. Yes. A different angle here too, Catherine, we know that some people experiencing family and domestic violence make a plan to leave their partner and in some cases that may mean leaving their entire community, even the state. So that means that no matter how supportive and amazing Danny is, Crystal may still end up leaving her job. So after all that, Danny will still be hit with the harsh reality of the real cost of hiring someone new. What's your perspective on that? Look, obviously, as employers, we know that our staff could leave at any time. Um, Most people don't stay in the same job forever anymore. And even if you're a model boss and they love their job, um, they may still leave. So that could be because a partner gets a job offer in another state or a town or or they might just be ready for new challenges and get a better offer. Or it could be because of domestic and family violence. But the possibility that an employee might leave should never stand in the way of an employer doing all they can to support them and to keep them safe while they're working for you. Yes, and that's something we'll be covering in our next episode. We'll be diving into the issue of keeping staff safe because the same survey that we've been discussing today found that half of all people said that their abusive partner interfered in their work, including coming to the workplace. So we'll be speaking to someone from law enforcement about that in our next episode. Catherine Fitzpatrick, thank you for your wisdom and perspective. Thanks for joining me today. You're very welcome. So that's the end of episode seven. Understandably, this or any of our episodes may have raised questions for you as regards your own employees. If so, I urge you to always feel free to call 1800RESPECT. That's 1800-737-732. Or visit the website 1800respect.org.au for round-the-clock support and information. In the episode notes of your podcast app, we've also put a link to the executive summary of the 2022 survey that Catherine mentioned, as well as the report on the total financial cost of violence in Australia, a staggering $22 billion per year, and how that breaks down for employers, healthcare and other sectors. Thank you for your time. Please join me again for our next episode as we learn how to keep your business and your employees safe. This podcast has been produced for the Australian Government by Lifeline Australia. Lifeline delivers DV Alert, the nationally recognised training program for frontline workers dedicated to ending violence against women and children. We acknowledge the traditional owners of the lands on which we podcast, as well as those on which you are listening and pay our respects to elders past, present and emerging.